Welcome to In Him with Pastor Dan Wormuth of Joplin Family Worship Center, located on East 7th Street in Joplin, where they are passionate about sharing the freedom and forgiveness found in Jesus Christ. Now, here's Pastor Dan with this week's edition of In Him. Unity, another, another translation says harmony. Uh, and it goes on to say, it's like the precious oil upon the head coming down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard. So we know that Aaron and his sons are favored to serve in the house of the Lord. And the Lord chose them so he marks them and they're anointed. That's a picture of favor. Even on Aaron's beard, coming down upon the edge of his robe, it is like the dew of Hermon. That's the mountain there in the, um, literally on the north end of Israel. The dew of Hermon coming down upon the mountains of Zion. The rain and the snow. When the snow is melting, it goes down into the earth. And we have stood at this northern part of Israel where the water comes out from under the ground and it comes up out of the ground. And they've got these pools, um, shallow pools where the water is literally coming up out of the earth. And then it keeps flowing to a larger, deeper pool, to a larger, deeper pool till it goes into a contributory that runs runs all the way to the Jordan River. And then from the Jordan River, it runs all the way the length of Israel, all the way down to the Dead Sea. But there is a river of God that is going to be seen in the day yet to come. We went down underneath the Temple Mount, and they took us to a place under earth, way back in the back. And we stood in front of this large segment of, of space about the width of, about the, the width of this platform and, and a, a little bit more than the depth from the floor to, to Joe. And we looked at it and I'm looking in and the water was very, very clear. I thought, oh, maybe it's, you know, a couple feet deep. It was 40 feet deep. The water was so clear, so clean, so pristine, 40 feet deep. And they said, there is an aquifer of water underneath Jerusalem that is so great we can't measure it. And then he looked at me, this Jewish man began to say, have you not read, oh preachers? Because it was a preacher's uh, group that we went with. Have you not read in your Bible that out from underneath uh, the throne of God in Jerusalem will come a river that will flow all the way down to the Dead Sea, turning the Dead Sea into a, a sea that is thriving with teeming with fish and producing life. When the river of God flows in your life, it'll turn the dead sea of your life into a teeming, thriving, living water, river, sea. Woo! Sorry, just a, just a little bit of my mama coming out. She's like a teapot. If it get a little too hot, just... Now, if I start strutting across the front here, then, then Dwayne knows something, something about to come. When that Thompson anointing come upon us, you know, God about to do something. I'm going to tell you right now, God's favor is bigger than you have even ever imagined. And the dew of Herman is yet flowing. And the Bible wants you to understand there's dew, there's favor in the earth, on the earth. So don't get fussy when somebody who's not doing righteous or lovely or behaving and they're doing wicked and they're hurting and, and they're vile. So just don't, don't look at that and, and wonder why is God allowing them to prosper in that? It's because God, who is prosperity, released it in the earth. So it's here 
In other words, it's easier for us to walk in the fullness of the purposes of God in our life than what we had ever imagined. Now, because of the death of Christ, favor has come for everyone. Just not everyone has yet responded to his provision. Do you mind looking at that with me in 2 Corinthians? Let's just go there. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, we'll look at verse 19, just because it, it settles the issue. This is what it says. Um, I think I'm going to back up just a, I'm going to back up just a pinch. Verse 16 said, therefore, from now on, we recognize no one according to the flesh, even though we've known Christ according to the flesh. Yet now we know him in this way no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creature. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. Now, all things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, namely that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. And he has commanded to us the word of reconciliation. That is favor. Because of Christ and his death, he has extended the favor of life everlasting to whosoever will. Hence, our ministry of reconciliation is to go to them and show them God, has, God doesn't hate you. He loves you. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes... Listen, if we're so fixated on God needs to hate some people I don't like, you will miss ever being able to walk in the favor of God that was intended for your life. You, can't, you cannot walk in God's favor and be fixated on your disappointment with everyone else. So there's this favor in the earth. But what are we going to do? How are we going to access it? How will we walk in that? So I can see here that in that death of Christ, the favor of God is extended to whosoever will. Now, your response, it could be you, you can make it today, or if you've already made it, is I believe that God has sent his son and that that provision, his favor for salvation has been extended to me. And now I, I act and live as a minister of, of that. So it's defined in this way. Are you with me? We define the favor of God like this, exalted. Use that word exalted. In Psalm 2 and 6, we can see the power of how Christ is exalted and he is the head and we are his body. In Luke 10 and 19, you can see, um, you know what? I won't preach everything, but I got to preach well what I, where I'm at. So I'm going to have to go back to Psalm chapter 2. And if you want to go there with me, you can. But I, gotta, I just have to anchor this in real quick because there's something significant about it. This is the word that it says in 6. But as for me, I have installed my king upon Zion, my holy mountain. So I need you to understand that the reason why you can function in the favor of God is because Christ is seated at the throne of God. That's, that's my facts, Jack. It's not my truth. It's the truth. Because Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father. And the word of God told us in Psalm, that as, but as for me, I have installed my king. I have enthroned him. I have installed him. I have seated him upon Zion, my holy mountain. There is a head. And the head is the one producing for us the flow of life. And we are his body, the body of Christ. So the reason why I want you to see how he is exalted, I am not a, I'm not walking in favor because I've got another position that's higher. 
If you get a, if you get a, a bonus, you get a raise, you get a, uh, you know, a new position, you get, you know, you're going to be over more people. Understand that that's not, that is not the definition of favor. It's a result of favor. People who don't know Jesus but do their job well and work hard to help the company that they're working for find themselves walking in favor. Because favor is a principle because the Lord made the earth. His favor is in the earth. I'm not talking about this dirt out here, this rocky Ozark mountain dirt. I'm talking about you and me, you beautiful clump of clay, you and I, the earth. There's favor here. And so if I just do the things that are basic principles of uh, caring for another man's uh, assignment or his, his portion, then there will be increase. There will be favor. So favor flows. It comes. It's, it's amazing. Exalted. So Christ is exalted. He's the head. We're the body. But what I like about Luke chapter 10, uh, I think it's important for you. You need to know where the head is and you need to know where the foot is. Because when you know and understand the power of uh, your authority, behold, behold, Jesus says, I've given you authority, favor, power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you. Nothing will by any means hurt you. Behold. Jesus is wanting you to see there's a favor he has put in your life. Behold, see this. I've given you power, authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions. So I'm going to ask you today to understand the devil only has a right to speak in your ear if you let him up from underneath your feet. In Romans 16, verses 19 through 20, we understand our authority in him because of our obedience wisdom and the simplicity of let's just go there it's just it's just if we look at it it just does something for me so romans 16 we'll look at romans chapter 16 and and we'll allow it to do the work it's supposed to do in us for the report of your obedience verse 19 the report of your obedience has reached to all therefore i am rejoicing over you But I want you to be wise in what is good and innocent in what is evil. And the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. Do you want to put the devil under your feet? He's under my feet. He's under my feet. We've sang that song for years. You want to put the devil under your feet? It's verse 19. The good report of your obedience. Your obedience. My obedience. Favor flows where there's obedience, where there is wisdom, and where there is simplicity in the King James, innocence in this translation, where we walk in innocence. So there's a definition for favor. The definition has these three components. The first one is exalted. The second one is expression. You you look, you walk, you talk like your father. If any, well, Dwayne, I mean, I'm going to pick on you for just a second. You've known we, we, or family for, for like all our lives. Joe, come here a second. Would you just come out here for a minute? I would like you to see the spitting image of our dad. Am I right? So when you look at images of my father, uh, Joe is the spitting image of him. 
This is how tall he was, although Joe kept more of his hair. He's got a lot more hair. Dad, dad didn't. And, and my dad lost his teeth. My young dad lost his teeth. Joe has his, he's got his OG. He's got the original teeth and he's smiling really good. But when you look at Joe, you see an image of our younger father, the younger father. If you look at me, you see my dad as he was older. Uh, we, we have the pinched ear. He's got the same pinched ear. When Jesus was making us and put us in the oven, he pinched the ear just to say, Wormuth. <laughs> he did. He just did it. So for me, every day that I get to lay my eyes upon Joe, I rejoice that I see our dad in that when he was a younger man. And, and some of those pictures and images of my dad just standing there, Joe, I'm my goodness. But one day, uh, not it was maybe about 10 years after our father had passed away, somebody had said something and I laughed out loud. And when I did, I heard my dad's laugh. And I was like, ha, 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 oh, 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 I started crying. And the reason is because I realized I could hear my dad laugh and cry because I am bearing the image of my father. Thank you, Joe. Uh, Pastor David, would you stand up for just a second? So, um, and he just loves this when I include him in my uh, ministry illustrations. And uh, um, so if you look at him, that's a good-looking younger me right there. Do you see that? That's handsome. This is aged handsome. This is prime age handsome. So the other day, uh, uh, I was walking down the hall, and it was coming through the foyer, and someone was out there, and they, they looked at me, and they went, you must be David's dad. I, I said, really? You think I look like him? You even sound like him. They, so for them, they didn't know that his dad was here in the building and they had no idea that he could go from really great looking hair to gray headed in just a matter of you know, moments or seconds. He is in my image. Now, when Dan Dan was young, we would say he, he looked a lot like Cindy. He favors Cindy because of his dark hair and his dark complected took after the Choctaw. When he was young and he heard people say he looked like his mom, he kind of took it as uh, an offense because he, they thought he was saying he looked like a girl and he didn't want to look like a girl. But we weren't saying he looked like a girl. We were saying is he favored the image of his family. Zachariah is the combination platter between the two of us is what I think. So my brothers, we, we look like our dad, except my brother Mike looks like my mom. You are the image of your father, your mother. You are the image of your father made in his image. And so in this particular word right here, the expression, I just need you to see, and you, the, I think those verses are there for you, that people see the image of our father in your life. You are the expression of him. So we need to walk like him, talk like him, sound like him, serve like him. So there's this baptism getting ready to happen down by the Jordan. And Jesus walks up to fulfill what was important and what was prophesied in his, his placement. John's trying to fuss him over his cousin, but Jesus said, this must be fulfilled. And as he steps into the water, 
And then he wades out a little bit deeper. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just, it, it's just, it's, it defaults there. He, and he's ready to be baptized. John baptizes him and the heavens open. And that passage of scripture is this. The father says, this is my beloved son. What do you mean? He looks like me. He talks like me. He walks like me. This is my beloved son. Jesus said, I don't do anything except I hear the father say it. I watch what the father's doing. I do what the father's doing. The expression of favor is like that. The, the manifestation of the favor, the expression of who our father is, uh, our heavenly father in our life. I'm just going to ask you in these next few moments to consider that you can be the express image of your heavenly father in the earth and it will draw people to you because they really need him. That's why I love Corey Timboom. When, when people would bring her all kinds of compliments and they would say all kinds of flowery words and say all kinds of things to her about how brave, how wonderful she was. If you read her book, you know she wasn't feeling very brave, going through a difficult time, lost all her family and all that she suffered. But the Lord Jesus, when she took it up with him about how hard that was, he said, just receive them. Just receive the words. Just receive the accolades like bouquets. And then when you come to visit with me at the, at the end of the day, like you always do, just come present them. And so every night at the end of the day, when she would come before the Lord, she would say, Lord, I'd like to give you this bouquet of words and this bouquet of words and this bouquet of compliments and this bouquet of attaboys and this bouquet of what a great job. Do you hear me? Because she wanted to be a reflection of her father. So she just brought the expressions of gratitude so that she would always know that anything she had done was done because of him in her. That's the expression. The last one there I'm going to talk to you about today is the embrace. I want to ask you to look at Song of Solomon. Ooh, warning, Will Robinson. Song of Solomon, let's... Let's go to chapter two. Um, I remember when I was a single man growing up uh, in church, uh, they would warn us, young people who were single, read Song of Solomon very fast. Don't linger very long. <laughs> so since you didn't laugh, that must mean you've not read Song of Solomon lately, but hubba hubba. So Song of Solomon, chapter two, verse four. He brought, he has brought me to his banqueting table. <clears throat> Amplified says his banqueting hall. And his banner over me is love. And he sustained me with raisin cakes. And he refreshed me with apples. Because I am absolutely lovesick for him. Let his left hand be under my head. And his right hand embrace me. Here's the picture of that. The left hand of the Lord is always the hand of judgment. It is always the hand by which he divides the goats from the sheep. So when it says his left hand was under my head, it's a picture of the Lord dipping the bride. And his left hand is holding her. Holding her head and her neck. The judgment of the Lord is, I embrace you. I love you. This is not a smack, get out of here. This is, 
This is whatever judgments you thought were still about to fall on your head. God's got a big hammer is not your song. The left hand is holding the bride's head. And the right arm is wrapped around her. It's like the picture of the bridegroom and the bride. And he's dipping her in that beautiful song. It would be a movie called Pretty Dancing, not Dirty Dancing. Are you hearing what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you understand that this, this picture right here of favor, it's an important, it's the embrace of favor. It is God embracing us. He loves you, beloved. He loves you, oh, beloved one. The bridegroom himself upholding us, grasping us, bringing us to himself. We are safe in his hands. The reason why I'm going to stop here is because I feel like I got a shakabaka if I go much further. And I, I want you to just kind of take in some of what we've just said. That the favor of the Lord is here for you this year. Now I want to declare a few things over you as we are in this moment. Are you ready? The outpouring of the Lord is here today and will continue to pour throughout the rest of this year. Today is not the day of outpouring. Today begins a new dimension of his outpouring in your life. This is the season that the Lord has brought you to for his favor to reveal to you the very nature of God and whom you were made after, made in his likeness. Do you hear me? You are the express image of him because Christ is in you. That's the reason why when the world sees you, and they see Jesus, they're drawn to Jesus and to a relationship with their heavenly father. You have been called to walk in favor. Now, I happen to know my notes, and in a couple of weeks, I'm going to talk to you about the increase that comes with resources. Can I just throw something at you? Ladies, this is the reason for you to give away some clothes, because God wants to robe you with some amazing garments. Gentlemen, the Lord wants to bless your closet with some brand new clothes. Jesus wants to adorn you with garments of praise, garments of thanksgiving, garments of increase. You ain't seen nothing yet. When the world is crying, the, the, the earth is about to burn. Uh, there's wars and rumors of wars. But we know our father said, say this. That in the last days, bride, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all mankind. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Because the express image of God is here. I believe that this is the season that was ordained of the Lord for our hearts and minds to be changed. From thinking that favor only falls or is functioning in some lucky few. We found out from the Bible today that ain't true. There was dew on the earth. Dew is a sign of the blessing of the Lord. When the Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust, that's not a curse. That's the blessing. Rain on the, on the just and the unjust means that God sends rain for everybody for the sake of his love for you. And here's how much he loves you. You don't want to be with him for eternity? It will grieve his heart, but he'll let you go to a devil's hell. But if you want him, well, he made provision. 
He has favored us with a, a Savior, with Christ Jesus the Lord. I'm asking you today to consider that as maybe the next step in your journey of faith. If you're here today and you're saying, Pastor Dan, I, I'm hearing what you're saying and I want to believe it and I'm just trying to step, wrap my mind around it and kind of step into that, then I'm going to ask that you understand it is simply a faith step. Favor is received by faith. That's in a couple of other points down the road in another couple of weeks. Favor will function by my simple obedience and wisdom and the simplicity of innocence. God wants to do good for people. The moment I begin to believe that God's favor is in the earth for everyone, I can no longer hate somebody I don't even really know for something stupid that I'm just aggravated at life about. How many times have we just disregarded somebody's wonderful, glorious image of God they were made in because our own life is just feeling chaotic or disrupted or struggling? Didn't go well for me. Got a bad job review. Didn't get the promotion I was trying to get. Promotion comes from the Lord. There's favor in your life. Keep doing right. Keep doing well. Just keep applying yourself. Watch what God does. One of God's greatest blessings is to prevent you from a position that would stunt you and me. He moves us in his timing into places that there will be great fruitfulness. And this particular new year, as we step into this consecration, I, I, when we got into this consecration, I knew the Lord was going to do a work. And the way he was working in people's hearts, all I could say is this is really going to get rich, full, blessed, um, sweet like honey, like red velvet cake, German chocolate cake. Oh, Jesus. Fried chicken. Grits with real butter, not that oil stuff. Mmm. Lord have mercy. Chocolate croissants. Real ice cream. God help me. This, oh, oh, that's right. You do have the rest of the day. You need to be sanctifying. There you go. Don't let the tempter tempt you now, but hear me. The richness of all the, Have you ever had a Turkish coffee? You've not had talk, coffee till you've had a Turkish coffee. Or, uh, my, my God, it, it's this tall. It's this big around. It's just this little thing. You, you put it up to your face. You're already buzzing with energy. <laughs> After the first sip, you know there is a God in heaven. Have you had a hard time praying for an hour? Take a Turkish coffee. Drink it. You can get an hour's worth of praying and tongues done in 20 minutes. I'm just saying. Look, the rich foods. I don't know about you, but these boys of ours, they have done learn how to cook. Are you hearing me? I mean sauces and, oh, I can't talk about it no more. But I want to say to you is that it's rich. And I knew God's richness his presence would be like it was this morning as they were leading us in worship today. And I thought to myself, it's true. It's true, Lord. What you said is true. You're going to do something amazing. 
Thank you for listening to In Him with Pastor Dan Wormuth of Joplin Family Worship Center. Listen to this broadcast again at KNEO.org. You can also download a podcast version of today's message by searching KNEO on iTunes. Joplin Family Worship Center is located on East 7th Street in Joplin and has ministries for all ages. They invite you to join them this week for Sunday morning worship at 10 a.m. and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. Find out more at jfwc.org or facebook.com slash Joplin Family Worship Center. Follow Pastor Dan on Twitter at Daniel H. Wormuth. Thank you for listening. And remember, in Him, you are free. Are you walking in everything God has for you? Hi, I'm Pastor Gary Culp, and I'd like to invite you to check out the Exceedingly Abundant Ministries podcast, available from the Sky High Podcast Network. This 30-minute weekly Bible study will give you time to grow spiritually and get to know God and His Word on a deeper level. God has more in store for you than you ever realized. Listen to Exceedingly Abundant Ministries today and learn about how God can do more with your life than you ever imagined.